talking about bike riding today because we've been talking about 180TC and, and the bike ride. And so I thought I'd talk about my motorbike today for the message. And there's two things I love to talk about, Jesus and my motorbike. And so I'm going to speak this morning about life lessons from my motorbike learners. I got my motorbike about three months ago. And I'm obviously on my learners, so I'm just, just learning all the things about my motorbike at the moment. And I'm, I'm really enjoying it and I'm loving it. And the reason I got the motorbike was probably for two reasons. One, I was just looking for a new challenge. I wanted to do something that I haven't done before. I've, I've never really ridden motorbikes or had any experience. And I just wanted a new challenge. You know what it's like in life where you just want something to conquer, a mountain to conquer, something new to be able to do. And I think it's really important for all of us, no matter what your age or stage of life, to have a mountain to climb to have something to conquer, to have a challenge to be able to overcome. I think it's a really important part of life to have a challenge that you're working towards. And so I got it because I wanted a challenge. And then the second reason I got it is I wanted to have something outside of ministry, outside of church where I could just refresh, could just get out on the road. I could just turn off, not think about, I love you, but not think about you. Um, not think about anything else to do with church or ministry and just have some time where I can just just enjoy and just refresh, spend time with God and just be able to just relax, switch off. And I think that's another really important part of life, that we've got hobbies and things where we can just refresh our soul. Sometimes we get so stressed and worked up and, and we just don't have anything that's just an outlet just to be. God wants you to enjoy your life, not endure it. He wants you to be able to have fun and laugh and just enjoy the moments. And so that's another reason I got the bike. And I think if we've just got one, just we've always got challenges, but we don't have a place to refresh, that's a dangerous place to be because we can burn out. We can get ourselves just caught up in all of the challenges. Or if we're always just resting and we've got no goals or no challenges to conquer, then we can really lose vision in our life. We can start to just think, well, one day I just wanted to sit on a deserted island and just relax and, and just that. Well, you can do that for a few weeks, but then you're going to start to get bored. We all need a challenge in life. We're, we're built for purpose. We're built to overcome challenges. And I read an article just this week in the, in the paper, a guy by the name of Bill Morgan, who's a Melbourne man who just celebrated his 105th birthday. He said this, he says, so what is the secret of a long life? He says, have a goal. Have a master in control of your life. He's talking about God. And get on with living. There is so much that you can do to make this world a better place and to help others to experience life. And in doing that, the years just simply fly by. I love that. Have a goal and enjoy the life that you've been given. I think it's really a great reminder to us that we've got a life to live. And so I want to read out of Colossians this morning, and then I'm going to just give you quickly six things that I've learned from my learners, six life lessons I've learned from my learners as I've been riding my motorbike. And they kind of come out of this passage, and so it correlates well. Colossians 2 verse 6, I've been preaching out of this a lot lately because I really think it's important in this season for the church and the COVID situation and what we're going through. It says, Colossians 2 6, and now... Just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow Him. Let your roots grow down deep into Him and let your lives be built on Him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow 
with thankfulness. Don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. So you also are complete through your union with Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. When you came to Christ, you were circumcised, but not by a physical procedure. Christ performed a spiritual circumcision, the cutting away of your sinful nature. For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized, and with Him you were raised to new life, because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. You were dead because of your sins, and because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ, for He forgave all our sins. He cancelled the record of the charges against us, And he took it away by nailing it to the cross. So this morning, six things I've learned from my learners. The first one's this, number one, lean in when there's rough winds. One of the things I didn't realize with riding a motorbike and I didn't take into consideration is the fact that as you're riding your motorbike on a windy day, it can really blow you around. It feels, you think to yourself, oh, I'll just sit upright and I'll just ride along. And I remember going for a ride on a really clear day and it was fantastic. And then the next day I went out and it was more windy and I thought I could ride exactly the same way. And I'm just popped up upright, just riding along. I'm going around. And then I realized very quickly, I'm about to get blown off this bike because it's so windy. I've actually got to lean into it. I've got to lean down into it. First time I went onto the M4. I thought it would just be like riding 60 kilometers an hour. And when I got on there and I'm flying along, I'm like, I better get down. Otherwise, I'm going to fall off the back. And it was just so windy. It was like, as it's going past. And I realized I've got to lean into it. And I think one of the things that we need to know in life when there's rough winds, when there's season shifts, when there's changes, when there's things going on, when there's challenges and there's obstacles in our world, they're like rough winds. And we've got to make a decision to lean into God. It says so clearly in this passage that now just as you accepted Christ as Lord, you must continue to follow Him. Let your roots grow down deep into Him. You know, there's no wind underground. As you burrow your life into Christ, the wind, the storm, the season that you're facing, it isn't so crazy in there. Just burrow into Him. Connect into Christ. Lean into Him in a rough season. Lean into your marriage. Lean into good friendships, good relationships. Lean in to the church that's going to help you build a good foundation in your life. Lean into great environments that's going to help you become all you're called to be. See, when you lean back, you put yourself in a position of vulnerability. You start to lean back, you pull back from church, or you, you pull back from God, you pull back from connecting with people that are maybe going to challenge you and help you step up and become who you're called to be. As You, you kind of lean back, you jump into a vulnerable position you can isolate yourself and the winds and the challenges in this world they can knock you off the back of the bike the bike keeps going and you've crashed so i want to encourage you this morning to make sure that you lean in lean into all that god has for you in your life the second thing is that i learned is slower is harder than faster I thought that, uh, you know, the higher speeds, the more challenging it would be, but actually it's the other way around. The slower that you ride, it's actually more challenging. You've got to try and make sure that you're not stalling it. 
you're trying to make sure that you're doing the corners and all that kind of stuff and you don't have the momentum that you'd usually have as you're just going along at perhaps 80 kilometers an hour and and it was a crazy thing I thought I I hate riding slow but actually all of the good riders can ride slow well and it's an important thing to be able to do because that's where you need to maneuver. You're going into car parks and there's all those things you need to be able to do at slower speeds. So important when you're stopping and starting and traffic lights and all the things that you don't think connect. You're not always going to be just riding at 80 kilometers an hour. Slow is so important. It made me think about life that actually isn't it so much easier just to do life fast. Do life busy, but don't be effective. Be rushing to the next thing and trying to do the next thing and be rushing here, rushing there. And before we know it, we're, we're busy, but we're just not effective. See, building foundations, it takes time. Actually, when you see someone building a building and it feels like the foundation just goes on forever. It's like, when are they going to start putting up all of the, the framing and the bricks and mortar? When are we going to see that? And It takes all this time to get the foundation right. And then it feels like in a matter of weeks, the house is built. It just comes up so quickly. And I think for all of us, it's, it's spending that time with God. Sometimes we just got to slow down. Turn off the noise. Turn off the busyness of this world. Just slow down and get alone with God. Slow down. Love the people that are in our world. Love our families. You can't do that quickly. No one wants the busy dad, the busy husband busy friend, the busy past. No one wants that person. Everyone wants to be loved, connected, walk slower through the crowd, take time to smile, see people's faces and spend time with them. So you don't become a good motorbike rider by just riding at high speeds. Our faith isn't built in the fast lane. It's built in the slow lane, spending time with God, just allowing Him to develop our life, allowing the Word of God just to build our life, build our future slower is harder than fast. Let your roots grow down deep into Him and let your lives be built on Him. The third thing is this, head check, head check, head check. I remember at the learners course, the thing they just kept yelling at me about was, you got to do a head check. You got to look over your shoulder, make sure you're looking either way, make sure you're, you're making sure that you're looking where anyone could be there. And here's the thing, you're on a motorbike. If you have a collision with a car or a truck, you're going to lose. So you've got to make sure that you're taking a head check and take into consideration that they might do something silly. You're not even just looking after yourself. You're looking to make sure somebody else is looking after you. And I think it's so important in our lives to constantly do a head check, do a heart check. Where is my head at? Where are my thoughts taking me? Where are they guiding and leading my life? It says so clearly in Scripture, guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. And they say to you, when you're riding a motorbike, look ahead to where you're going because that's where you're going to lead the bike towards. And I think it's important in all of our lives we've got clear vision. We're looking ahead to the plans and the purposes God has for us. We're not allowing the fog of this world and some of the anxieties and the fears that cling to us to start to take control of our headspace. And before we know it, it starts leading our life down a downward spiral We've got to trust God. We've got to lean into God, lean into the promises of God that remind us who we are in Him. Allow Him to lead and guide and direct our lives. It's just like naturally, wherever my head goes, my body will follow. Where your head, your mind, your heart is meditating is where your life 
will go. Take track of your thoughts. Take stock of what your heart is focusing on. Let go of things that you need to let go of and focus on things you need to focus on and allow yourself to continually do a head check. That's not a one and done thing. After you've done your learnings, you don't just, oh, I won't do head checks anymore. The most experienced writers, you need to consistently do a head check. People that have been in faith for years and years and years, don't let the enemy try and take you out. Do a head check. Make sure you're right. Don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. Number four, feel the rhythm. It says in Colossians 2 verse 9, For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. So you also are complete through your union with Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. There is a completeness in Him. You know, one of the things I learned very quickly is with riding a bike, you can get really mechanical with it. And when you're inexperienced and not knowing how to ride a bike, you're, you're concentrating, like, I've got to change gears. I've got to put the clutch in. I've got to put the brake. I've got to look, what speed am I going? I'm looking at which gear I'm in. And you're concentrating on it so much that you have to learn to actually get a feel for the bike. Because if you're looking at the gauges all the time, if you're concentrating heavily, you're not looking up. You're not seeing what's around you. You're not reading the road. You're not seeing what's going on. At some point, and it's a beautiful point where you start to get past the mechanics of it and you feel the rhythm of the bike. And you start to be able to do things just naturally. And as you're looking up and on the road, you're just doing it out of rhythm. And I think in life, we can get so mechanical, so routine, so focused on this and this and this. But the Holy Spirit has given us a rhythm. I love it says in Scripture, Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. We walk by faith and not by sight. We've got to start to get the rhythm. Allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide our lives. Allow the rhythm of God to work in us. The Holy Spirit guiding and directing you, prompting you to talk to this person, call this person, connect with them. Just take a moment here, just guiding and directing our lives. We start to get a rhythm as we just focus and put our faith directed into Christ. Number five, you will stall. That's a reality. As you're learning, you're going to come up to a stop sign. You're going to have all these cars behind you. And you're going to have that embarrassing moment where you stall. Then you get flustered and you think, how do I start this again? Even though you've done it a million times, you're flustered. You're looking around and people are there and, and you're, you're trying to get started again. It will happen. And in our life, failure will happen. Guys from 1ATC, you're going to fail at times. People that are in this room, Christian for many years, you're still going to fail. I'm going to fail. We're going to make mistakes along the way. We're going to not get things right. We have a sin nature that's always trying to pull us back. It says here in Colossians 2 verse 11, When you came to Christ, you were circumcised not by a physical procedure. Christ performed a spiritual circumcision, the cutting away of your sinful nature. For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized. And with Him you were raised to new life. So here's the thing. Your stalls can become your stories. It's amazing how I look back now and think about the funny moments where I've stalled it or something's happened. And it's just a story that you can look back on, laugh at. You can see the moment. 
And I think that's for all of us. I loved your story this morning, Joy. It was like, here's, here's my stall and here's my story of how God interweaved in it. And I think for all of us, we're going to fail, we're going to make mistakes, but if we just trust God to be able to just help and guide and direct our lives. See, stalling's not the end of the journey. It's part of the journey. And we'll all do it. We'll all make mistakes. But if we just continue to stay on the bike, continue to trust God, stay connected in Him, it's amazing where God can take us. And finally this morning, the sixth and final thing is you've got to enjoy the journey. You don't just buy a bike to get from A to B. You buy a bike to be able to enjoy the journey, to look up, to look around at your surrounds, to be out, and just to be able to enjoy the ride. To take a moment, and there's been so many times where it's just a, I'm just riding along with a big smile on my face. Think this is just refreshing my soul. And God's created us that we would enjoy life. It says in Ecclesiastes 8, verse 15, it says, So I recommend having fun, because there is nothing better for people in this world than to eat, drink, and enjoy life. That way they will experience some happiness along with all the hard work God gives them under the sun. See, when it comes to it, I don't care about being famous. I don't care about having wealth or possessions or any of those things. I just want the simple things in life. I just want to love God. I want to love my wife, love my kids, enjoy the journey, just serve God where He's placed me to be. And I'm happy with that. I don't need all those other things that come in that can sometimes steal away your joy and you get so caught up in all the other things that are going on. I just want the life where I can just love God, love people, love life. Just enjoy all that God's given me and be faithful with that. And I don't know about you, but and that's the life God's called us to live. And so, lean in when there's rough winds. Remember, slower is sometimes harder than faster. Slow down for the things that you love. Head check, head check, head check. Where's your head? Where's your thoughts taking you? Feel the rhythm. Let the Holy Spirit lead and guide your life. Allow Him to set the rhythm and the routines of your life. Number five, you will stall. Mistakes are going to happen. Just trust God. And number six, enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey that God has for you. So this morning, let's be reminded we're all on a journey. We're all riding the bike of life. God's got great plans and purposes for you. There's different turns along the way, times where there's straights, times where there's bendy roads and there's difficulty, different seasons, different weather, storms come, sun's out, winds are blowing. There's a whole bunch of things that happen along the journey of life. But the most important thing is that we keep our foundation upon Jesus, planted and connected in Him. So this morning, I want to pray a prayer just making sure our lives are dedicated to Him, connected in Christ. And so as I pray this prayer this morning, as you're seated where you are, I'm going to repeat this after me and let's make this declaration together. I'm giving my life to Christ, just like Jordan spoke about this morning, no turning back. No matter the season, no matter the obstacle, I'm connected into Christ. So I want you to repeat this after me. Dear Lord Jesus, today I give you my life. For my sins and mistakes, I'm sorry. I receive your forgiveness. I receive your love and grace. Help me to live each day for you. Be committed to you. And walk a life of faith. In 
Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, I thank you for every person here, Lord God. Thank you that you've got a plan and a purpose for their life. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but you came that they may have life and life to the full. And Lord, I don't want to see any robbery in this place. I don't want to see any person robbed from the life that you have from them. And Lord, I pray that anything that the enemy would be trying to do right now to steal away, to take away, to kill and destroy the purpose and destiny you have over any person here. I pray that it would have no power. It would have no effect. But Lord Jesus, we speak the promises of God over every person. We're reminded again today that we are called to live an abundant life, a life of blessing and favour, Lord God, a life of influence for you. We thank you for the Word of God that reminds us that you are with us and no weapon formed against us will prosper in Jesus' name. We are more than conquerors in Christ and we stand on that truth. We want to enjoy the life you've given us and walk in purpose and destiny. In Jesus' name precious name. Amen. 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 Hey, why don't you stand?